Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. MVP candidate, get this guy out of here. Yeah, get this guy out of here. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, let me tell you something. That 28-14 final, Chargers over Raiders, if Justin Herbert, he tried to lead uh, Mike Evans on that one pass. Mike Williams. Mike Williams, sorry, on that one pass. Too many Mikes. Overthrew him. It happens. If, if he doesn't overthrow him on that pass, it's a it, – and then, by the way, when the Raiders – I want to say it was in the second quarter, they got that P.I. call. Like, that was 28-14, but that could have easily been one of these, you know, 35-10 games. Just – I turned it off. I reached over, grabbed my remote. Right. Click. I don't even once the card through the pick. I'm like, this is bum. <laughs> I'm like Are we are we are we making statements off this game? Are people ready to say that the because I know Dan said it that the Chargers are the best team in the AFC? I will off have, this game. I will have my rankings at some point. What time is my rankings? Let me see. My well the, the Chargers when healthy are a well balanced team. They have playmakers both sides of the ball. They seem to have a coach now. They have a great young quarterback. We have Brandon Staley on the show. Love him and the way he looks at it. Are you saying that they are the best team in the AFC? No, I I won't go there because every year the Chiefs' defense gets better and better as the year goes on, Mm -hmm. so I don't anticipate their defense will be this bad all year. But I'll I'll tell you this. They went out and got Herbert Rashawn Slater on the left side. And when you think about building a team, Key, Jay, like quarterback, coach, let, can you talk about this the other day? Left tackle, right? Protect the quarterback. Go get someone to get the quarter. The Chargers got a lot. They got a lot on uh, both pieces, sides of the good, ball. Good, good football team, and you will learn about them at 730. As I looked at my rundown, as my producer told me, look at the damn rundown. And so at 730, and you will know about it on my power ranking. Yep, you will okay. reveal Where it. they're at. Hmm. Well, Keyshawn, J. Willemax coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Chargers got the win on Monday Night Football. Um 7.30, you heard Key's Real Rankings. But even after, that, after the win, Joey Bosa was not happy about the officials calling him for an unsportsmanlike conduct after he argued that he was held. Here's Joey Bosa after the game. I didn't even know they called the penalty on me because I was fuming, but, I mean, refs are blind. Simple. Jeez. I'm sorry, but you're blind. Like, open your eyes and do your job. It's so bad. It's unbelievable. I mean, look at the play. Sack, game over, 15 yards. It's a big deal. Um, Obviously, that's on me. I should never lose my control like that. But these guys have got to do a better job because it's been years of terrible, terrible missed calls left and right. It's uh, really pathetic, honestly. But pathetic on me, too, for for doing what I did. Oh, gosh. Is that a fine? What's today? Tuesday? So he'll be Tuesday... Wednesday, he'll get his envelope. Mm-hmm. He'll get his envelope for how much? Wednesday. I don't know the number, but it, I, I'm thinking he's going to get the envelope that says, "Hey, league office." It'll have Park Avenue, the whole deal. You get it at 50, you 000. get it right there on your seat. It'll be placed right on your seat. He'll pull it open, open it, pull it out. It'll be a letter addressing that his check will be deducted for this amount. Blah blah blah. And then he'll have to go and appeal it and try to get some of it back. But he's probably going to get fined. How much pain is it as a player? Because even when you're making millions, right, that's still a big number. It could be, well, what is that to a millionaire? If some people see tens of thousands Man, of nobody, dollars missing no, to that from their check. If there's such a word in English, ain't nobody <laughs> trying to give any money away. Right. Nobody's trying so how to. how much does that hurt? <laughs> when you lose money, does it hurt? No, no, no. What I'm saying is, 
you know you just bought. That money bought you the ability to say what you wanted to say. I understand. So what I'm saying is going forward, next time you, you say you want to say something, do you bite your tongue or sometimes maybe you, you think, don't say blind, maybe you say can't see. Maybe you say not getting it right. Is it whatever ever, the case may be. Is you it, learn. Is it ever like I know this is gonna cost me money? It's oh, yeah. worth it. I'm gonna oh, say yeah. this right now. Not even say it. I I I've thrown footballs in the stands when I've known that they're getting ready to dock me. I'd spent ten G's on throwing the ball, two balls in the stands against the the, uh, 49ers when we were playing the 49ers when I played. Five Gs a ball. I knew. I I had already knew. I'm like, oh, well, that's Looking back, are you like, damn, why did I do that? Are you happy you did it? No, I need to get that back. <laughs> that was a poor business decision. Yeah, that was a, that was a, hey, look, why am I giving away ten grand? No, that was a bad move, though, right? That was a, that was a bad move. No, but in the end, it's like whatever. At that point in time, you really wasn't. I wasn't even really thinking about. it. I wanted to make the fans happy, and so it meant throwing the ball in the stands. But I also understand that throwing the ball in the stands could incite, you could hurt somebody, and you could incite a riot. And so I got that part, but still, you know, I wanted to do it. I was gonna say, Max, there is something interesting though about. You know, Bosa just kind of venting his frustration because when you're the team or when you're the player, you get a lot of those calls. You feel like you have rapport with the refs. You, He's not you, there yet. That's exactly my point, right? Like that's him almost giving you insight that they aren't there yet because when you're there, you get those type of calls. And that, that's his frustration. Like, hey, I feel like we're a team. We're arriving. But I want the same kind of respect that somebody who's premier not, not Von gets. Miller. Not, that has to happen not, in time for a young guy. Not J.J. Watt. Not Von Miller. You know, not Reggie White. Not he's just not there yet. Mm-hmm. Let's just when you say yet, you think he'd ever get there? You it comes with longevity. It also comes with a certain reputation and winning. When you win, you, you can turn around and, and go, "What the hell?" And they go, yeah, "I've been on teams and I've been in places where I could literally shove a dude down right in front of the referee, looking right at me, and the ref will just go." First down, and I took I, – I mean, we played Cincinnati, and it was like third and 29. And I ran a route at like 29 yards. It was long, though. It was long. Man, I shoved the dude in front of Cincinnati's bench. They went crazy. I pushed the dude down. He threw the ball. First down. The referee standing right there, Jay. Mm-hmm. From me to you. Nice catch, Keith. Who the chase? It's, it happens. You got to earn that over time. Yes. Or a guy pulls me at the back of my jersey, and I'm like, this dude's holding me. Two plays later, he didn't even touch me. Then all of a sudden, you know, he might have pulled it, but not to the point where to stop me Can't from catching the ball. Can't trust Keyshawn Johnson is the lesson here. Hey, man, it's not that. It's just that Tom Brady can turn around and look up at the referee and be like, the dude hit me late. Joey Bosa can't do that it. yet. Not yet. No. Not yet. Soon. But not yet. Then there's another angle to last night's game, and that's the Chargers playing a so-called home game in Southern California with more Raiders fans in the building. We know how popular the Raiders are in L.A. Here is Justin Herbert with Lisa Salters uh, asked about the crowd. It's just the way we want it. You know, it's, it's, it's always an opportunity to go out here and uh, we're just playing football with these guys. It's 11 guys out on the field and that's all that matters. We executed well. We had a great plan all week. We had a great week of practice. Uh, it's all about execution. All right. Like, okay. I mean, answer, he, he didn't say nothing. <laughs> I'm like, uh, just the way we like it. Yeah. How many, what would you say the breakdown is in the stands right now based on what you heard last night from crowd reaction? What did I tell you prior to the game? I said it'll be ten to fifteen thousand mm-hmm. Charger fans, 
and it'll be another 50,000-plus Raider fans. And that was an away so, game at home. Yeah. So what is that, 90 – what would it be, like 90 – Well, no, it would be less than 90 because if you have yeah, 15,000, so, so it'd be like 80, you know, 70, 70, 30 yeah, or so something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, so let's yeah. say – let's call it 80, 75, 20. 25, 80, 20, yeah. Let's call it 80, 20. This is what I'm saying. But that was going to happen, though. If the Chargers caught fire this year, even won a Super Bowl – Still going to be 80, 20. And then they were no good next year. They were kind of mediocre team that popped – that would be one thing. But if the Chargers this year win a playoff game and then next year Justin Herbert's the MVP and they get to a championship game and then the following year they win a Super Bowl, Key is shaking his head, no. I've seen this happen in other towns, including New York City with the Mets and the Yankees in the 80s. If you sustain excellence, it's not that you... The Mets did flip New York for a while. I'm not saying the Chargers will ever flip L.A. That's like the Clippers are never going to flip L.A., the but Clippers that, ain't going to flip nothing. But you can become more popular over time in a town. The Chargers are not in San Diego anymore. They're in L.A. And the Raiders are not in Oakland. Everyone thinking they're coming back to L.A. They're in Vegas. They're staying in Vegas. Yeah, but does it matter? different now. Does it matter because they've established a home base in Los Angeles? It, the Raiders will always be for, popular for, in first L.A. First of all, yeah, for sure, yeah, 100%. I agree. First of all, the aura of the Raiders fits L.A. Mm -hmm. Okay? Bad, aggressive, you know, uh, uh, rap songs, just what whatever you want to call it. Snoop Dogg ain't supporting no damn Chargers. The Chargers are suburbia, San Diego, Orange County, clean, perfect for everybody. Those people aren't coming up to L.A. They won't even cross... There's a freeway. There's a there's a freeway there, Jay, called the the 17 freeway. You know, it comes to Long Beach, the whole deal. So that's basically the start of Orange County to a degree. They ain't, they don't even know where that exists. When they get hives, when they say you got to go to LAX to fly out, they the get angels to, they get to do it the like angels this. would have a hard time making inroads. I'm telling you right now, not gonna happen. The Chargers will increase in popularity over the course of Justin Herbert's career if this continues. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the Goodyear Hotline brought to you by Goodyear College. Football is heating up, and Goodyear knows the passion it takes to drive every game forward, whether your team's home or away. The traditions that bring us together are still the same. That's the road that moves us. Goodyear more driven. And speaking of college football, why Notre Dame's loss to Cincinnati was actually the best-case scenario. That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. 
designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. I'm going to bring in Paul Feinbaum on the Goodyear hotline, but first let's hear from Jaguars head coach Urban Meyer, who yesterday had to apologize for a viral video over the weekend. I just apologize to the team and staff and uh, for being a distraction. It's stupid. And so I explained everything that happened and owned it and, you know, just stupid. Uh, should not have myself in that kind of position. Staying to see the grandkids and we all went to dinner that night at the restaurant and then there's a big group next to our restaurant and they wanted me to come over and take pictures and I did. Trying to pull me out on the dance floor, screwing around, and I should have left. Apologized again for being a distraction, and uh, uh, coach should not be a distraction. Paul Feinbaum, what do you make of this latest controversy with Urban Meyer? Max, this is who Urban Meyer is. Uh, those of us who have followed him for many, many years have heard him with these lame disingenuous apologies before and nothing I'm about to say should surprise any of you because we've all had these conversations but Urban Meyer is a liar and a fraud and he has no business being in the National Football League and the sooner that the ownership down there dismisses him the better this franchise will be this is not reactionary this this is just a a, an accumulation of, of one misstep after another going back many, many months uh, to the strength and conditioning coach. Just follow the timeline. We've all been through it. Uh, we don't need to be emotional about it. We, we don't need to be uh, outraged about it. This is who he is. Uh, and, and nothing has changed. Keyshawn, we, I, I don't know how many times you and I have had this conversation about Urban Meyer. And, and it's always the same. It's always uh, it's always Urban Meyer standing up, looking down like he's reading uh, something that the PR guy wrote for him, apologizing, owning it, owning it. <laughs> I mean, owning it is getting on a plane after your team loses a heartbreaker and, and go back with your, 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 your guys and, and going to work at five o'clock the next day to try to correct some of the problems. Owning it is not you know, going, going up to Columbus or wherever he went, hanging out with the grandchildren, and then going to, uh, you know, being dragged over to the bar. <laughs> I mean, I haven't heard anything like that uh, in, you know, since a politician in Washington uh, tried, tried that. I mean, that, that's just not even believable, guys. Yeah, I, you know, Paul, I've gotten, I got six, seven different feelings about the Urban Meyer situation. Um, you know, I, I don't, the, the one is, first of all, you are the leader of a football team and you're a leader of men and you're supposed to set in a certain example. So you say, because you tell the players, don't put your organization and the team in an uncompromising position. And yet in steel, he kind of winds up in this situation and have to dance his way around trying to explain the situation. That's that. Then you think about what you mentioned just a minute ago, Paul, about the team 
and not flying back with the team. I've seen coaches, and I've been on teams with coaches, where we've decided we were in a certain city that we would hold over because the coach wanted to spend time with his family. So we, instead of flying out after the game on a Sunday, we would stay over and leave on a Monday morning. I don't know why Urban Meyer didn't do that. I have no idea. As far as him losing his job and being fired and things of that nature, that's that's on Shaq Khan and the Jacksonville Jaguars to make that decision. Um, but he certainly has not set a good example at all. I mean, practice what you preach. And I'm sure he's told his players to stay out of harm's way like a lot of coaches, and then he winds up on social damn media doing some things that I'm sure he is certainly not proud of. Check. Yeah, Paul, moving forward, let's transition here to, to Notre Dame. I, I want you to listen to something that Peter Burns said the other day on Sunday on Best Week Ever on ESPN Radio. Listen, let's be honest. It's better to lose to Cincinnati than to limp into the college football playoff once again and get absolutely exposed in which Georgia or Alabama would have done that. Like, I don't blame a Notre Dame fan or any college football fan for saying, no, we want to be in the playoff. We want to have an opportunity to be in the dance, to get it. But getting destroyed in the playoff is only going to rack up more sins that future Notre Dame teams would have to unfairly face. And honestly, I think it did the college football playoff a favor because the committee would more than likely put this Notre Dame team in again. They would have lost. And then everyone looks at it and go, well, what does the committee know? Your thoughts, Paul? That's not the way any, any, any sport is structured. And I don't need to lecture Keyshawn and, and Jay will. You guys were at the absolute zenith of your sport. You, 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 you join a team, uh, you join, a, you join a, uh, a team like Notre Dame to compete for the best. You don't say, okay, it's, a, it's fine. Now, I understand the, you know, his thinking on that, but I can guarantee you that Brian Kelly would not agree uh, because that's not who he is. I, I happen to think Brian Kelly is a good football coach. I didn't always agree with him, but I, I think he's brought this program back. He got beat by a really good team. On, on Saturday. Cincinnati's one of the top five or six teams in the country. Uh, but I, I don't know any coach who thinks like that. And, I, and fr- quite frankly, I don't know any player who thinks like that. Do you guys? No, but, no. but, but I do. I, I guess I agree with him to a degree, though, Paul. Would, do you, would you have wanted to see Notre Dame in the college football playoffs again getting smashed against the wall? Uh, well, I, I mean, we, we've 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 already seen it three times now, so it wouldn't it wouldn't have shocked me. I can assure you. Um, but you know, by the way, there's no guarantee Notre Dame runs the table anyway. Uh, but these aren't choices. I mean, th- these are these are statements that we make now about something that's going to happen three months from now. But but I, I just, uh, I mean, I think there are some programs where where maybe you could you could make that type of statement, uh, but. I, I don't think you can make that type of statement for Notre Dame. I, 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 that's just not what Notre Dame is about. Understood. Let's go back to the SEC conference. Before the game, Paul, uh, Lane Kiffin, before the Alabama game, Lane Kiffin was telling everybody that would listen to get the popcorn ready. Instead, he burned the popcorn <laughs> in Tuscaloosa. Um, what did this tell you about both teams, Ole Miss as well as Alabama? Well, first of all, Lane Kippen is being excoriated for what he said 
in the interview with CBS. And, and his mistake wasn't what he said. Get your popcorn ready is just a little bit unconventional. Uh, what he, what, what he, his mistake was that he, he dropped the, the headset. He dropped the mic, so to speak. And, 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 and Lane's, Lane's rationale was that the game was about to start. He heard, them, he heard the officials calling. Now, I, I just ask all you guys a question. I don't know. I've, n- I've never been out there in front of 100,000 people. Do you, do you think, Keyshawn, that the officials would have started the game while Lane was doing the interview, or you think they may have waited for him to stop? I, that's just a question I have. I, but other you know, than that, the real difference Paul, between this— I, I don't know, because, <laughs> I, I, you know, I talked to him after the game, and, I, and we had a conversation. I told Lane, I said, Lane, what are you doing, man? Are you, where's your brain at? And he goes, well, the, I thought she was done with her questions— and they told me the game was getting ready okay. to start, so I was running to go to the game. I just was like, oh, okay, well, whatever, and I left <laughs> it alone. He didn't, he didn't have far to go, by the way. He was on the field. Um, the, the biggest difference in the game was probably about 15 to 25 stars on the Alabama, on the Alabama sideline. And, and that's really uh, – I'm not making excuses for Lane Kiffin. I like him like you do, but – uh, that were in many ways was a mismatch from a talent standpoint, and and Lane gambled, uh, which I do not blame him for. You you I know the analytics, uh, Keyshawn. I liked it too, Paul. Uh, and, and I, liked I, I think him he said, "You know what? For it, go for it." Like you, so, you get stopped, but Why you're going to lose either way. At least this way, you have a chance to win. Totally. We uh, we are finally in agreement, Max. After all these years, <laughs> <laughs> but you know. I, I, some, some, okay. Yes, he went for it a few times. He probably went to, for it too many times. But a year ago, they converted four tries on fourth down against Alabama. So I can understand where he was going for it. And I told him after the game, I was like, dude, seriously? Like, you, you went for it way too many times. But much like you just said, Paul, him and I talked, and one of the things was like, Key, they got a lot of pros on that team, man. They just do. They got a lot of pro they football do. players. Yep. And when you got a lot of pros, this is what happened to you. Paul, so. speaking of a lot of pros, is there any team close to closing that gap in the SEC with Alabama? Obviously, Georgia's defense is prolific. We saw what they did this weekend as well. But are, are they it? Is that it? Well, right now, Jay will I think Alabama and Georgia are, are in a bundle. And, and I really, I mean, we could spend hours, not that anybody really wants to hear it other than Alabama and Georgia fans, debating which one is better. It really doesn't matter. They're going to meet uh, on the first Saturday in December. But those two schools right now are, are light years ahead of everybody else in the SEC. I mean, think about this for a second. Saturday night in College Station, Alabama is playing Texas A&M. Uh, a network down the street decided that this was the, the game of the year, so they moved it to prime time. Texas A&M, excuse me, Texas A&M, finished fourth in the country last year. Fourth in the country. They've, they've already lost twice. They should have lost another time. I mean, they, they lost at home to Mississippi State. This game, you know, won't be, won't be three to, uh, within three or four touchdowns. That's how quickly it goes for you. And, uh, you know, after Alabama and Georgia – uh, well, you know, the next best team may be identified this Saturday in Iowa when, when Iowa plays Penn State. But but there is a tremendous drop off between number two where 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 Georgia is and Iowa at number three. And, and I and Oregon, I think I thought was the other team that had a chance. They lost to Stanford in overtime. 
I, I, I think the Big Ten is fascinating. You know, is, is this Jim Harbaugh's year? Does Ryan Day bring Ohio State back? I mean, there are a lot of possibilities, but uh, there, there are not many teams. There, there are no teams that compare to Alabama and Georgia right now. That's the great Paul Feinbaum, ladies and gentlemen. Well, Alabama is unbelievable every year. It's like everything changes every year except Nick Saban in Alabama and Paul Feinbaum. Georgia's dominant win over Arkansas is a celebratory moment of the week. Thanks, Paul. Brought to you by Allstate. Save money like a champion with Allstate Championship Savings for the win. Paul Feinbaum is brought to you by Dr. Pepper. College football is heating up and fans are hyped. Crack open a nice cold Dr. Pepper, slap on a fresh coat of face paint and return to glory with an all-new season of Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Key's real rankings where where will, here's the question, where will the only undefeated team in the NFL with that air raid offense that Key loves, where will they land on Key's real rankings? All right, here we go. Key's real rankings are brought to you by Dell. For your small business needs, call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. What you got, Key? Number seven. Number seven, ooh, sitting there, the Baltimore Ravens, sitting at seven. You know, look, we continue to talk about a team that in this list is fluid. We could change in any moment in any week that we like to. But there's all these complaints about Lamar Jackson in the passing game. All he continues to do is win football games. Delivering the football in sync, Hollywood Brown going to get it after dropping three touchdowns last week uh, against the Detroit Lions. He made up for that against the Denver Broncos. Number six. Number six, the Buffalo Bills. No one circles the wagon quite like the Buffalo Bills, as my guy Boom would say. They did exactly what they should have done, took the Houston Texans to the woodshed and just destroyed them. Josh Allen playing like an MVP candidate again, got the Buffalo Bills out in front in the AFC East. They should run away with that division. Number five. Number five, the team that everybody in the world loves to hate, the Dallas Cowboys. I can, People can argue that the Dallas Cowboys might be the best team in the National Football League, but it's still early. We'll see. We know what they are on offense. The defense continues to get better. Dak Prescott certainly has earned his money. There's no question about it. Some people about nine months ago was looking for other quarterbacks to land in Dallas instead of Dak Prescott. Can you believe that, Jay? No. Unbelievable. Number four. I know. Number four. I'm always hating on the Arizona Cardinals. Guess what? They're number four. Even though they're an undefeated team and they just took the Rams to the woodshed in Los Angeles in their own stadium, Kyler Mighty Mouse was just doing his damn thing. Yes, he is probably the favorite in the MVP race. There's no question about it. I just need to see a little bit more as time goes on. We're only four weeks in. At some point... In time, they're going to run up against a buzzsaw. Who will that be? Number three. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number three, defending champions. They're still, even though they struggled at times against the New England Patriots, a team that knew terrific Tom, rain, a lot of pregame things going on. It just was one of those games. They're still one of the best teams in the National Football League. They didn't even have Gronkowski in the game, O.J. Howard got nicked up. So when you start to look at what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can do once they get that secondary back in shape, they might wind up winning back-to-back Super Bowl championships. Who knows? Number two. Number two, the Los Angeles Chargers. Max Kellerman 
favorite team all of a sudden. He's a he's a not a Giant fan anymore. He's a Los Angeles Charger fan. We watched him last night. At least I did all the way to the very very last Derek Carr interception. The Cardinals, I mean the Chargers, are the top team for me in the AFC. Period. Number one. And number one, relax. You know who that is, right? That is Aaron Mr. Rogers. They lose week one and haven't looked back since. Not paying any attention to any of the noise. All he continues to go out there and do is deal. Just deal. A rebirth for Randall Cobb because of that quarterback and Aaron Rodgers. He looks like a different wide receiver. Aaron Rodgers knows something a little bit about personnel, clearly, because he has them back on top. Number one, Packers, two Chargers, three Buccaneers, four Cardinals, five Cowboys, six Bills, and the Ravens. And I know, where's the Cleveland Browns? How could you leave them out and whoever else you think should be in? But doesn't mean they're not eight. I just don't have eight on the board. So uh, I, I have a... I have something that we have to talk about here yes, because please talk. when you talked about Green Bay, you said, yes, I know that they lost week one. And since then, they haven't looked back. They've been dominant. Right. So at the beginning of the year, we had this whole deep conversation about the AFC East. We talked about how the Pats were going to be retooled. Their defense was going to be better. Bill Belichick, they should contend with Buffalo in the AFC East. Buffalo, number six right now, you said that that division is theirs. They're going to run away with it. I just don't think we give Buffalo enough love. You know they lead the NFL in 11 defensive statistical categories. 11 total yards allowed per game. Total yards allowed per play. Pass defense. First downs allowed. And they have a prolific offense. They shut out Miami 35 to nothing. They beat Houston 40 to nothing. They've scored 118 points in their last three games. So if we're utilizing that same type of thinking as it relates to Green Bay, getting smacked by the Saints in their first game, understand Buffalo losing to the Steelers. I just don't know how we don't have Buffalo as the upper echelon of the AFC. I know the Chargers' recency bias, we watched them against the Raiders team last night. Buffalo is the best team in the AFC to me. And they, I'm not counting on Kansas City either. Kansas I mean, City is right there. A good argument. We overlook Kansas yeah, City all good, the time, they're too. A, they're a good football team. Buffalo's a good football team. And they blanked the Miami Dolphins. Meet I say more? Yeah. The Miami Dolphins. Yeah. And they blanked. The Houston, Texas. Do I need to say more? But they beat the hell out of them. That's what I'm saying. They They did what they were supposed to do. There's no question about it. But doesn't mean that next week they may not be number two or three or one. Well, they play against Kansas City. I think, Jay, you make a very good case for the Bills. Yes, but if they go and they smack Kansas City around, that shows me something. I hear, but Arizona smacked the Rams around. And they're sitting at three. But they're undefeated. No, you have them at four. They're They're undefeated, and they just beat up the Rams. Yeah, they beat up the Rams. But they're sitting at four. They're not better than Green Bay to me. Okay, here's the one. Here's the glaring omission for me, Key. Okay, you could argue the Bills or the or the Cardinals might be higher. The Rams aren't on the list. Yes. Yeah, the the Rams. Rams But but look, look, they might be eight. Talk about recency bias. They just lost to the Cardinals. Played out of their minds, right? Otherwise, the Rams Rams, are some good wins. and And the Rams show me something that I didn't like. Which they was? couldn't. They couldn't run the ball. Matthew Stafford looked like a shell of himself. They got bullied up front on the defensive line. I don't know if you know that or not. The Cardinals put up two hundred and some yeah. yards rushing. Yeah, they ran the ball. An attack that you never see from the Cardinals. Rams they also beat dominated. The Bucks. They well, the Bucks. That's a diff, that's a bad matchup. That's a bad matchup for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Rams are a bad matchup. You are the Rams. In your home stadium, you allowed the Cardinals to come in and rush for over 200 yards? You don't, that, that, no. Okay, let me ask no. you a question, Key. 
this is I want an honest answer from you. Yes. Do some soul searching mm-hmm. now, okay? Really ask yourself deep, this. Is there is want me there, to get some candles and incense yes, too? Yes. Is there anywhere in you that you hate on the air raid, right? You're not crazy it. about I don't a short like the quarterback. Very no. Like and it's well documented. And therefore like you may be underrating Arizona a little bit and therefore also underrating the Rams because they just got smacked by Arizona. No, I'm not underrating the Rams and I'm not underrating Arizona. Arizona's the fourth team in my ranking. They're not better than Green Bay. No, I, I, Ky- Kyler Murray be, yeah. is not better than, than Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Right. Well, and it, they're not better than the Chargers even though Last night, Jay says recently bias. No, I know what I'm looking at. I know that okay, Justin yeah. Herbert, I know that th- those trees that they got on the perimeter, much like Arizona got a couple of trees too. Yeah. But you can't defend that. You can't defend Cook. You can't defend Williams. You can't defend Allen. That, that, that's something special. I, 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 Eckler, I'm, okay, that's the, the answer to the, the question. The little bitty running back? Yeah, yeah, he's tough. Come on, man. Le- and then but- defensively with Derwin James? And I, then you got Bosa. I think the Chargers are excellent. I think the Chargers are excellent. Ooh. I know for me, it's almost like when I when I don't think highly of a team, it's like preseason rankings, you know, in college football. They have to do more to climb up they my do, rankings. They do have so to. So I do think more. you had Arizona lower yeah. than, and so now they're climbing they're up climbing. your rankings. Think about it. Prior to prior to the Rams' victory, what victories were impressive to you? Yeah. That's right. They, when you look at the schedule, Keyshawn J. Willemax is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299. No contract. Straight Talk Wireless. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. One team nowhere near the real rankings. Nowhere to be found on Key's real rankings. The Keyshawn J. Will and Max Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Bears are 2-2. Two and two, But nowhere near the real rankings. Let's keep it real. Where would they be ranked? 29th. <laughs> there you go. Everyone is wondering who will be the starter if Andy Dalton is healthy. Let's not forget. He's not starting because of an injury. Here's Matt Nagy on that decision. He'll never be healthy. Like we said this whole time, you know, um, when Andy's healthy, right, when he's healthy, he's our starter. He's the one. Justin's the two. Nick's the three. So what's been great about this 
you know, the last couple of weeks is Justin's had the opportunity to, to play and get significant steps, and he's grown from it. So now we just got to see, like, where, where is Andy's health at? Um, honestly, the, the next two days will, will be revealing to us. And then once, once that happens and we get a feel for where he is, then we as coaches decide, okay, hey, where are we at right now? How do we feel he is percentage-wise, Andy, to be able to, to, uh, to go into that game as the starter? You know what the key is for me? I, I didn't hear it the first time. And you said, you see that said health wise. You know what the key word is? Where is he at percentage wise? Because you are never 100%, right? Are you ever 100% in the NFL? No, which but, means Andy Dalton is going to eventually play. Which means that Andy Dalton will not play because I'm so, going to drop that percentage. It sounds like that. It sounds, Jay, percentage. like he's giving himself wiggle room. Yes, well, he's healthy. Well, he's not 100% healthy. And he got all the little. Little words dropping there, little breadcrumbs. If you follow him right, Andy Dalton will not play unless Justin Fields is just god awful bad. It's just in you it, see that look on Jay's face. That's because he's depressed because he wants Justin Fields to start, and he believes no, that Andy I, Dalton. I, I, will it's start. not even that. I'm just I'm I'm tired of all these semantics. Like I'm tired of trying to translate everything that you're saying. I'm tired of following the damn breadcrumbs. I'm I'm full. Like you've given me enough. Already, like I, I start what to tune like, him out. What would you like for him to say, then, Jay? What you want him to say? Justin Fields is a starter for right now until I, we have better news moving forward on Andy Dalton's progress. But that's what he said. Mm-hmm. He didn't just say that, Keyshawn. That is what he I said. just said that. No, he said and Key, that. you're not a doctor. No, you can't he tell said me that. He, no, he didn't. He said he did Andy Dalton that. will be the starter when, when healthy. healthy. Yeah, that's the what difference is Jay saying. No, it's not. Yes, to your ears. We, we can figure out Andy Dalton when he gets back to that point. I never said that the, he would be the starter. That's the I never same. came out and said that Andy well, Dalton well, would be Keith, the starter when he's a, healthy. There's a fundamental disagreement on, or d- difference in terms of our understandings here. Mine and Jay's on the one hand and yours on the other, and you're the experienced football player, so I'm listening carefully to what you Matt, say. I'm experienced listening to people I, at the podium. But same, same. And, and <laughs> you play, and you play basketball at the highest basketball level. Tennis. I get it. But what I'm saying is, Keith, I'm experienced at listening Jay to is reacting. at the podium. Yes. Jay is reacting to the fact that he stated in the affirmative. He said the words, Andy Dalton will be the starter when healthy. That's not the same thing as saying Justin Fields is the starter when Andy gets healthy, we'll evaluate then. But that's too, he doesn't want to do that. Y'all are trying to make him say something that he's not going to say. I'm not trying to make him say anything. Well, you, you're not at the press conference, so clearly you're not. But he's saying, Jay, that Andy Dalton is going to be my starter. When he's healthy, we're going to evaluate him over the next couple of days. Percentage-wise, we'll evaluate it as a staff. I'm saying to you, as an experienced guy, much like yourself, in this sports arena, when coaches say things like that, they have no desire whatsoever for that guy to be the starter. They don't. You've seen it a million times, and so have I. He's saying that because he's already – Said it so many weeks ago, he can't all of a sudden say, well, Justin Fields is a starter because then Max Kellerman will have his little recorder (laughs) and ask him, hey, coach, you said that Andy Dalton was going to be the starter three weeks ago when he's back healthy. What has changed since then? Is Justin Fields playing that much better now than Andy Dalton loses so a coach his job? Has to, a coach at so, the podium has to pick his poison, basically. Yes! And Jay is saying, I don't like this poison. Give me another poison. And you're saying, no, that poison's worse than this one. So what happens if they go one and one over their next two games, right? Yeah. They, they win one, they lose one. And then Andy Dalton says, I feel healthy. I feel ready to go. How, how does Justin Fields look, though, even, Jay? Even if he doesn't look, I mean, that's that, but, the key is how he looks. No, you know what happens is what, it, this is what I heard just now. I wasn't listening carefully enough at first. 
<laughs> what happens is coach says he's healthier, but because he said we're going to evaluate percentage wise. You're you well, what does it look? hundred percent. It's not going to happen. But what does Justin Fields look like though? Is Justin Fields is Justin Fields in a victory? Is he seventeen? No. Is he eleven of twenty eight? 204 yards, two picks, and one rushing touchdown in a, in a win. And then in a loss, is he, again, 17 to 28, 150 yards, two touchdowns in the air, and two picks, but he could have been a lot better, and they could have actually won the game. It all depends on how it looks I, for me I, to make that decision on whether or not to go with Andy Dalton. Is the offense moving? Or is the offense stalled? I, I, I hear what it looks like. I just want you to evaluate what it looks like against who they're playing on their schedule. So you have the Raiders who are coming off a loss. Derek Carr is going to that's going to be a different type of energy in Las Vegas. Then you have the Packers who, Key, you just had as the best team in football. There's two L's right there. And then you have the Bucks who you have Three as L's. the third best team in football. So who you play Hold against goes a long way to set you up for that next tier of conversation. That's that, all I'm saying. By the way, maybe that's why he wants Andy Dalton on the field for those tough games. Maybe he doesn't want to expose Justin Andy Dalton Fields get playing to that. Time, man. Those are three t- losses. Andy Dalton time in Chicago is up. This is okay. going to be interesting to see how this plays out. I, I want to see what actually happens here. Rookie grades through four weeks from our general manager. That is next. October 5th. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. And right now, heading to ESPN News on TV. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.